with monkeys that can play video games just using just by thinking. Why is Sorkin not going? Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Y'all turned a monkey. <laughs> like, y'all turned a monkey to play Tetris. Joe Rogan would have gone. Oh, oh you, you, you got monkeys, monkeys playing video games no, with their minds. Crazy. You taught a monkey to play video. That's fucking crazy. How dude. are you not asking this dude what he means? Yeah. Do you hear that? Oh. Do you hear that? That's the sound of Ben and Emil taking thousands of dollars from the Coca-Cola Corporation. Mm-mm. Mm. Welcome back, Wouldn't that folks. be sick? What? I said, wouldn't that be sick? To take money from Diet Coke? You bet I would. <laughs> so, hey, right off the bat, gang, uh, this is going to be a very special one because I am not going to trigger anything with YouTube here, but... If you can see this, this is an edible canister. And for the audio listener, it's an edible canister. <laughs> and uh edible what? Panties. It's edible um panties. You know, the 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 uh I don't want to say cuz you know, YouTube does p- get pissed off, but it's it's weed. It's, you know. And I the reason I'm doing this is for the bonus episode because I thought, hey, you know, we promised people a <clears throat> a stoned one back in the day, but hey, we remember, never did you it. You promised me a stoned one. Yeah, and we never did it. So I'm going to go ahead and pop it in now. And hopefully it doesn't kick in by the end of this episode. And, it's also, uh, he doesn't have to worry that much. It, it just makes Ben normal. It's like Adderall for actual ADD kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Hopefully, so subscribe at patreon.com slash paypigspod if you want the final, finally, uh, yeah. And then also, we do, we are planning on making a real, like, oh, yeah, a that's real a whole thing, though. That's episode where we're going to go full bore, you know, and um, that'll be, be real psych- we'll let you know. I mean, psychedelic adventure. Yeah, it's going to be very psychedelic. But uh, anyway, also. I got a I got a challenge for you guys. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, apparently this is a real thing, I swear to God. If you hit the subscribe <clears> button, it does something. And once you do it, say so in the comments. It's like a fun little animation that they did. But not only once you do that, what's I, the challenge? It's the the challenge is ch- I'm challenging you to subscribe. <laughs> and Go then, ahead, do it. Also, yeah, I bet you won't do it. I bet you won't. Please do. Um but also I I forgot to tell people initially to like hit that notification bell. You oh. know what that does, buddy? Yeah, it makes uh, every time one comes out, it gives you a little ding, mm-hmm. and you want to be the first one to watch. Yeah. So anyway, we're also going to be. Should we react to the GTA trailer now or in the bonus? Dude, in the bonus when those freaking Camino cruisers start hitting. Oh, dude, man! All right, yeah, <laughs> that's t- going to be when awesome. the Tom Petty starts blasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I got what? a challenge for the audio listener. What? Leave a five-star review on Spotify. Woo! Yeah, do that. Also, we got the newest, uh, on Apple, whatever. Tell a friend, I don't give a shit. We got uh, the newest. Apple, Google, Spotify, leave a review on all of them. We got the newest Ben and Emil on coming out. It it already came out, and uh, we got some real special ones that we're going to be shooting soon. Follow us on socials and all that shit. All right, so let's kick it off, man. Oh, big thank you to everyone in New York who sold out the New York show. It was like very quick. I bought all the tickets. And I'm going to scalp them. I'm going to I'm going to flip them. Do it. I'm going to flip them. Make a little profit. Great. Yeah. Or or maybe I'll forget and then uh, <laughs> I'll just say all these Who did didn't like didn't Drake do that to someone or someone did that to Drake? They bought out like yeah, the whole forget, front yeah. row of someone's show. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking... We love petty-ass. Yeah, that's a petty-ass move, man. Speaking of petty, the bitch, the bitch himself, George Santos, the is gone. The bitch is back. You know, he's gone. He's already on Cameo. He's charging God 200 bless. bucks a pop. That dude's going to be... It, it, it's mind-bending to me how he can be legitimately a, a full-on corrupt politician, unlike arguably anything we've ever seen. And he's going to parlay that into legitimate financial success oh yeah do you see there's a movie in the works oh yeah there's already is it the hbo oh, thing maybe, or is yeah, that, maybe it's a tv series he's gonna have a book 
He's why Z- do Z Way wants to interview him? Is that how you say it? Is that not how you say it? I think so. Okay. I just wanted to make you squirm. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's that's a very Z Way joke of you. Oh yeah, that she is. She loves to. She loves to make you squirm. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm not a big Z Way fan. It's okay. It's not for everybody. You just don't get it. No, no, you get it. I think you... it's kind of a lame joke. Yeah, I get it. And now everyone's in on the joke, so she has like Adam Pally come on, and he like pretends to be nervous and pretends to be a little racist or something. Yeah, and yeah. it's like <sighs> uh, my favorite. I thing... actually really loved when Chet Hanks went on. Yeah, that was really good because she, she tried, <laughs> and she failed. She was like, "Do you have anyone you want to apologize to?" And he's like, "No, Bubakalat." <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of funny accents, man. Uh, someone created a. T- we'll also watch it in the bonus, I guess. The, the the TikTok Indonesia account. Holy fucking god! But so back to George Santos. He did you hear about his puppy scam? No. He bought puppies from Amish communities because they're better. With I don't know because because they have a good fucking work ethic. Yeah, and they really make those dogs fuck. He bought them with checks that he knew would bounce and then funneled the the puppies not literally but had the puppies in his own little uh charity puppy rescue organization that he then sold so he just like stole these puppies and then sold them Wait. it was under the guise of like oh these are rescue dogs and you just have to pay like a, a rehoming fee of a thousand dollars he ripped off the amish with he ripped off checks he ripped off the amish by way of puppies and bounce checks and bounce checks an absolute king just i i don't understand what it is about him that people love is it because he's like sassy and gay i think it's just the unapologetic uh i mean i think there's a i think someone did a little thread let me see if i can find it real quick because like it's a perfect example of how incredible he is it's like all of his greatest lies or whatever and he's just so Psycho. Ah. Also, huge shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> folks. He's got a breast breastfeeding. Well, maybe we'll watch that. Yeah, maybe we'll watch that too. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, here's so. Okay, here we this go. This is from Macy A. Gilliam. She goes, "Diva down." My favorite George Santos scams and lies ranked number one. He lied that he was the star of the Baruch volleyball team. Baruch is a small college in um, New York. Right. <clears throat> number two. Lying that his mom died on 9-11, it's just like insane. Um, here's his tweet. She has a screenshot of it. 9-11 claimed my mother's life, dot, dot, dot. So I'm blocking so I don't ever have to read this again. Uh, oh, in response to some other tweet, yeah. presumably about 9-11. When he made his staff call rich donors and pretend to be Kevin McCarthy's staff to raise money, he's just kind of incredible. Lying that he was not a drag queen in Brazil. Apparently he was. He was a drag Oh my god. And an honorable mention to every other lie he told and scam he pulled. I love them all deeply and individually. Uh, yeah, he's just... Um, I'm getting... Yeah. I'm getting anxious, man. I feel like this edible is going to kick in way sooner. You, It's probably not. You just, Yeah, you're probably right. You do have a ticking time bomb. That'll be okay. No, I can handle it. I swear to God, I can handle it. Um, so... The the big thing that that the the big story that dropped last week, and this always happens to us, where we drop a story, we drop an episode, and then something even bigger happens that week. Yeah, I, I see it, man. He's just he's showing me, folks, for the audio listener and the the video l- viewer, he's got this fucking video of this woman. All right, I'll stop. <laughs> Re- remind me to show you in the in the bonus. It's breast milk. It's breast milk. That's all I'll tell you, and it. Fans of ours know that we have an affinity for women who uh, breastfeed on the internet. Yeah, it was kind of a running And gag. off the internet. Yeah. We don't care where you're breastfeeding. So, Elon Musk last week spoke to... You want to say Aaron Sorkin, I want to say Aaron Sorkin you so fucking bad. You want to say every time. Andrew Ross <laughs> Sorkin, who works for the New York Times. He's kind of a... He, he wears m- many hats. He was also the co-creator of Billions on Showtime. Yeah, which is surprising. Yeah, why is that surprising? I don't know. You wouldn't peg him for a creative? No. Okay. Whew. What do you work for, Andrew Ross? I'm just asking. No, because <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's a Brian Koppelman yes vehicle joint joint. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know how the fuck Andrew Ross Sorkin. I would assume it's there. because because he's got the know how. He's got the inside scoop. Yeah, I think he did write Too Big to Fail, which they turned into a movie. 
Okay, you got that too. Welcome back to Andrew, the, the Andrew Ross Sorkin Hour. Oh my God, he's just so dreamy. He is a good-looking man. Come on, dude. I, I wouldn't look twice at him. Is he related to Aaron Sorkin? I don't think so. Uh, I'm not going to Google it either. Well, Andrew Ross Sorkin is this talking head in, in finance television. Squawk Box. Squawk on Box CNBC. on CNBC. And he was hosting this big... The Deal Summit at uh, the New York Times. That's right. The Deal Summit, which is just a big... Can you pull the put the fuck down? It's gone. <laughs> it's just, I look over and I see milk <laughs> pouring into a glass. They interview all sorts of powerful people. Uh, they had Bob Iger, the D- Disney CEO. They of course had Elon Musk, and that was pretty much the that, highlight. That of it. Daffy Broad, Kamala Harris. Kamala, they had Kamala Harris. I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. Well, if you've been living under a rock, say hi to the bugs. But. Elon was very, let's just say, candid. He uh, held no punches. He came out he pulled hot, no punches right out of the gate. Yeah, right out of the gate. So I, I'd like to play just a few of these of these clips um, because they are hot, hot, hot. There's leaving. We talked to Bob Iger. I hope today. they stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise. No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money. Go fuck yourself. He's, of course, referring to getting flack, being accused of being anti-Semitic <clears throat> on Twitter, on X, and having the pushback be the Disney and a bunch of companies have just said, you know what, we're not going to advertise, not only because of him, but just because of the content that you can find on X. Right, and, and responding to brands like Disney who are pulling their yeah. ad dollars because... Not only because of the content on it, but because their ads are appearing next to right people saying horrible things. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. craziest shit, and and, <laughs> and parents and stuff screenshotting and going, "Why are you advertising yeah. next to this?" And so he goes on to just say, "Which also <laughs> pause it for one second. He's also like loose, loose definition of blackmail." Oh like, yeah, totally. That was one thing where I'm like, is this that's you're gonna, not blackmail? You're gonna blackmail me with money? Yeah. It's like no, they're just not gonna advertise next to fucking swastikas and shit. For the audio listener, he's wearing a black his signature like black shirt, black pants, but he's wearing this like pilot le- brown leather pilot jacket with the, the sheepskin collar. And he's doing just forgive me here, but he's he's doing what I'll call the the Asperger's wiggle. The autism wiggle. Where where he's he's like about to say something that he knows will be that you can tell has been inside and bottled up and he's just can't wait to get it out and he's just got that wiggle and then he says it and he like kind of bobs his head. You can say it. I can't. I can say it. But he's also got. Uh... <laughs> he's also got what? He's also what? got like some sort of dog tags on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a that was like a yeah. I don't I don't know what that was. Go fuck yourself. Is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't uh, advertise. And Andrew Ross Sorkin is just stunned. I think this also aired live on television. So CNBC absolutely is getting fined by the F- F- FCC. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. A great question. Um, if, if you believe I'm that sure we'll get this a great is the answer. one part yeah. of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what G- do you do? G-F-Y. G-F-Y, baby. I, I understand that, but there's a reality. <laughs> I also love that he's getting no reaction. He's yeah, doing, no, like, the crowd is just like, he thinks he's sitting like, there just going, yeesh, dude. Yeesh. He's <laughs> doing that to absolute silence. Yeah, G-F- G-F-Y. God, I also can't, it's like he's gotten worse with using his, uh, he, he like uses his bottom lip to, to make like B's, B, B sounds, you know? Go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. No, no. I, I mean, Linda no. Yaccarino <laughs> right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so what? No, no. 
What this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do? It's, it's going to kill the company. Right. Sure. And and you think that the, I, I, but whose fault would that? Right. Exactly. Well, that's so. So whose fault and would he that wants, be? Yeah. He keep going because he that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. But there are those advertisers. I imagine are going to say they're going to say we didn't kill the company. Oh yeah. They're going to say <clears throat> tell it to tell it to Earth. Oh yeah, tell that to Earth. That's my favorite. Tell that to Earth. My website, cocksuckers dot com, <laughs> is failing because Cheerios refuses to advertise on cocksuckers dot com. I can't wait to fucking say that to people. Tell that to Earth. Tell that to Earth. Tell that to Earth. People don't watch our podcast. Tell that to Earth, and it fails. That's your fault. That's and you not can tell our that fault. to Earth. If cocksuckers dot com goes under <laughs> because Nabisco won't advertise. Then that's tell tell it to Earth. Bro, it's not I'm his fault. Your people so closely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for Shit. <laughs> Shit. It's not Elon's fault. Yeah, I just love that he's he's got such a grandiose view, and, and this this dovetails into something that I I wanted to bring up. That's a bigger conversation. Um, but I wanna I wanna first play just a couple more clips. So. It's it's absolutely brutal, but people saying crazy things. Yes, but yes. they're not. But they don't have the megaphone, right? He's saying that that Twitter is the the town square, and that's that's the conundrum. No, right? they can only say it to the fifty or hundred people that are that are sitting standing there in Times Square. They don't have a mega. I mean, look, the, the, the joke I used to make about old Twitter was it was like giving everyone in the psych ward a megaphone. Um, <laughs> what a fucking great joke, dude! That's such a good joke, sir. So. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that things can get promoted uh, that are negative beyond the sort of. So the you saw the part about his mind is a storm. Yeah, it's my favorite part. I was going to ask is, you. So to... let's watch this. Um, <laughs> you um, you were on a, you were on a podcast uh, about a month ago, and you said something that, that struck me, um, and it struck me as accurate. Came out of your mouth, so uh, hopefully it is. But it, it, I, I'm hoping we go deep on this. Just because it came out of my mouth does not mean it's true. No, no. I, I, but you said you said, my mi- you said my mind is a storm. <laughs> I don't think most people would want to be me. They may think they want to be me, but they don't know. They don't understand. What did you mean by that? What was what, 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 your mind being a storm? And I, I think it. I mean, I, I have known you for quite some time. I think it is a bit of a storm. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, in as much as a, a weather metaphor makes sense, um, I, my mind is often feels like a like a like a very wild storm. Um, <laughs> it I actually mean, gets I have, tragic. I have of ideas. I mean, I have more ideas than I can possibly execute. Um, I, so I have no shortage of ideas. Innovation is not the, not the problem. Execution is the problem. I've got a million ideas. I mean, I've got <laughs> an entire design for an electric supersonic vertical takeoff jet. But I, I mean, I just if I. I just can't do that as well. I've had that for 10 years. Um, um, okay, so he says he's got too many ideas. <clears throat> Jesus Wait, wait, God. but he's about to ask him whether or not it's a happy a storm. Right. Um, is your storm a happy storm? It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good question. I forgot what his answer was going to be. Holy shit. Wait, keep going. No. No. Not a happy storm. No. Mm. Tell us about that, because I, I think that, that actually, it, when people try to really understand you, I think that there's a lot of this comes from some other place, and I, wa- I want to talk about that. What do you think that is? <laughs> He's doing his signature like, like I'm a genius, <laughs> and I'm just going to sit there in silence while I think about this question. It's actually, he looks like he's going to cry, though, at, yeah. at, at, which is kind of sad. <laughs> we should be doing like a psychiatrist couch here or something. Um. I'll answer the question for him. It's because he's got, his life is so tragic and nobody truly, and I don't mean this in like a, uh, 
I feel bad for him since, but truly nobody can possibly understand what it's like to be him. You are the most isolated. He is truly an island. He is the wealthiest man in the world, head and shoulders above anyone else. Which, I mean, it gets negligible. Yeah, but he's a special kind, right? I mean, like, when Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates were sharing these titles or whatever, they were never this kind of megalomaniac fucking... uh, There's a desperate need here for... It's not enough for him to be the richest man in the world, the most successful man in the world. Uh, He's got to be liked and loved. He's got to be liked, loved, thought of as funny, um, thought of as, like... Tony Stark, I mean, and he's, you know, we'll get into it more, but as he's like torched his own image in the service of these like ridiculous attempts to be cool or something. Yeah. I think that. And even this, you're watching just, it's like, it's wild to watch a guy who's just, who needs that approval and everything. And he's spent however many months. Or the past year, just like stepping on his own dick, and now all he can do is fucking be like, "Go fuck yourself." It's like yeah. all he's got left, and it's like, what he's really willing to just like tank his own company to, yeah. and which he can do. He can probably burn it all. It's fine. Which is really annoying because if you've been on Twitter recently, the algorithm has improved. For me, it has just a little bit. It's showing me a lot more funny things, and so. <sighs> He he talks about how it sucks that uh, that there's advertising dollars getting absolutely funneled into TikTok versus Twitter, where there's hardly any by comparison. And he would say that hey, there's just as much uh, hateful stuff on TikTok than there is on on Twitter, but they're fundamentally different platforms. Twitter being like you've got to lean the algorithm should show what Twitter does best, which is you know funny jokey tweets. You could probably throw in a couple video ones, but yeah. Like, I've been getting in my algorithmic feed, the For You page, essentially, I've been getting Owen Benjamin tweets. Do you remember him? Mm-mm. He is a shitty, disgraced comedian. Used to be like a, I don't know, maybe at best a C-list actor who was on a couple sitcoms. He used to be married to Christina Ricci, and then he went full, he went full-blown beyond anti-woke and went like beyond all oh, right did we watch his stuff he's got long reddish hair no oh that's a different guy but he was, i gotta look this guy up he was banned on twitter and then because of elon he was brought back and so this this goes back to what i was saying a moment ago about his worldview interesting i i think that the twitter algorithm is basically Elon is the king of Twitter. He's like, he believes that his view of things, the accounts that he follows, he believes that he is such a tastemaker that everyone should enjoy and see the world as he sees it. Right. And if everybody would just get on board and stop being so woke and just blah, 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 blah. He doesn't have anyone in his ear saying, hey, man, maybe the algorithm should instead be like better and not show people these alt-right kind of figures in the name of free speech as you present it. Right, which he addresses in the um, in the interview. I forget at what part it is, but he talks about the changing algorithm and how people are complaining about how, like, hey, it shows me a lot of this stuff I hate. And he's like, well, are you clicking on that account? Are and it's like, well, there you go. You're engaging with it. So we're going to show you more of that. Right. And I mean, that has happened to me on, on TikTok where I'm in, I find myself like hate watching something and then I'm going, fuck, exactly. the algorithm. But like you like said, it. it's a different thing than TikTok. Whereas before, way back when it was, you only had a feed where stuff would only pop up in there if you followed the person. So it, right. it was a very intentional, um, like intentional timeline of like, right. I want this stuff in here yeah. and I'm, cl- I'm choosing to click it. And a lot of it was, you would get fed other stuff if people retweeted stuff. Right. And then it started to open up a little bit. And I remember when they did it, before Elon took over, you could always click your, you could click a tweet or it would even say it up top. You're being shown this because you follow Ah, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I remember that. And so it was all kind of like, you know why it's happening. And now I'm just getting fed like daily fights, like morbid knowledge. Fucking my feed is a Are these account names? Mm -hmm. Morbid knowledge is like, and again, it's impossible to not click. It's like, it's like, this woman was trapped in an elevator and shit herself for three days before. And you're like, I gotta fucking see like, yeah, that okay. before I eat breakfast. <laughs> right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think... And he's like, you clicked it! Right. You love it! A good friend of the show I was hanging out with this weekend asked me how... Because uh, Elon is publicly known for now taking ketamine, doing ketamine. Uh, just like you. As therapy, just Brothers like me. Brothers in arms. So he asked me my opinion on whether or not or to what extent Elon's own probably abuse now excuse me, of ketamine is informing his behavior, which I thought was a very good question. And my answer to that is, it absolutely is. It's fully, it, it is, he's probably doing it so often because, again, nobody's going to tell him no. And it's, ketamine is awesome and it's really fucking fun. <laughs> and it really does leave you feeling a bit transcendent and a bit like you have a, a greater understanding of yourself, oh. of the world, of just like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to like, all I have to do is this, this, and this. So I cannot even fathom he's what, getting, it, what his version of that must be. He's getting like the opposite of ego death. He's getting the opposite. <laughs> absolutely. He's getting the opposite of an ego death where he's like, I'm the fucking richest man in the world. Right. And I have done more. He, I mean, I'm not going to play it because I don't want to dig through it again. But he talks about how he's done more for humanity than any other, <clears throat> like, just, just by virtue of the cars. He's right. done more for humanity than anybody. Well, that's another thing. He talks about, maybe we'll get into it a little bit. He talks about uh, Sam Altman and all these other people. And all of this stems from, he, he truly believes that he is the only one who can help humanity in the way it needs to be helped and all this stuff. Uh, everything he's done is in service of that. Everything he's done is uh, uh, some, like, altruistic. Yes. So I think that, his ketamine abuse, and I'm going to call it abuse because it probably is at this point. And, and I'm also speaking from ignorance because I really don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's doing it responsibly, but I highly fucking doubt it. It's informing and encouraging his, not only his mental image of himself as being a kind of savior for humanity, and, and it's giving him the false sense of, of just like it's up to me. And I'm doing it right. And if everybody would just get off my back and the regulators would fuck off and the government would fuck off and just let me do my thing, right. I can build a utopia. And he <clears throat> thinks that X is a key component of that utopia. Like, oh, he, he went to China and was like, look at what Billy Billy does, what the, the everything apps that they've got. And the difference between them and us, they are already a homogenized society. Of course, they're going to be able to have just like a fucking everything app. Everybody agrees on mostly the same things over there. Is Baidu one of those? Baidu is, I believe, like uh, like Amazon over there. Oh, okay. Or maybe that's Alibaba. I think Baidu is like Google. Mm. But the, he's ugh. wait. So let's let's watch his actual answer to his happy storm. You know, I I think to some degree I was born this way, but and then it was amplified by a difficult childhood. Frankly. That's the first Lady Gaga um, reference. Mm. So. Uh, but I can remember even in happy moments when I was a kid that there's just, it just feels like there's just a, a rage of forces in my mind constantly. Um, now this, you know, productively manifests. That's called ADD, brother. Manifests itself in technology and building Drink things. Water, dude. <laughs> oh yeah the other thing is his mouth sounds yeah. there's also i was watching this there's this there's this woman in the back that won't stop coughing she's just coughing. Uh, for the most part so and I, and I think on balance the output has been very productive um i think the results as we you know can, can i just say he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger got electrocuted. Oh, dude, he he—he's—it it, it looks like Michael Myers. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it looks like Michael Myers got a good plastic surgeon. <laughs> Discussed earlier with SpaceX, Tesla, PayPal, which is you know still going today. Um, the uh, first internet company that I started, in fact, the first internet company I started as of two was. Um, all right, maybe uh, we should move it. on. I mean, to, this uh, is just Jesus Christ. Yeah. But but at 34 minutes, he starts talking about uh, he starts talking about the AI, um, the open AI stuff. Oh right. Well, well, real fast. I just want to highlight what a fucking moron he is. Oh, because there's this great tweet here. <laughs> this guy. So for the audio listener, I'm just gonna you know. 
But this this guy at Kettlebell Life apparently works at Twitter because the GTA twi- uh, trailer just dropped. He said, a list of games I have not played. GTA 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Elon replied, tried, tried, but didn't like doing crime. GTA 5 required shooting police officers in the opening scene. Just couldn't do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just imagine him sitting there going, oh, this is, I can't, I can't. I can't shoot police officers. Yes, you fuck it. And then uh, Ian Miles Chong, who's this? Dude, these dork. guys are such fucking dick riders. They're such dick riding. <laughs> Holy shit! This guy is like a. I couldn't shoot a cop in a video game. Yeah, he he's uh, this guy. How would you describe Ian Miles Chong? He's like an alt right kind of figure who lives in I think Malaysia or something like that. Yeah, but he's always inserting himself into things, and he's always replying to Elon. But he replied. I'm glad shooting cops in Cyberpunk 2077 is completely optional. Never finished GTA. Oh 5 my either. god! You fucking absolute dork nerds. This Holy is the problem fuck. too. No one liked these fucking people when they were growing up, and now we have to deal with the consequences of this fucking That's bullshit. That's a good point, man. Yeah. Holy shit! Fucking god. I would uh, be the ro- <laughs> the robber, but I just couldn't uh, handle shooting couldn't, cops. So I couldn't shoot a cop, and then making a bunch of nasty mouth sounds. So speaking of Sam Altman and AGI, there's <clears throat> we're basically all suffering from this one super powerful guy's worldview. And we all have to kind of kowtow to whatever he believes the world should be, which lends itself to the the uh, artificial intelligence conversation, right? Because it, uh, did you see the Q-Star thing? No. Q-Star is the kind of code name, as I understand it, is the kind of code name assigned to this project. Nobody really knows much about it, but it was it was apparently the impetus for the ousting of Sam Altman. It's like they they were they are very, very close to some kind of breakthrough, but um it's very mysterious. It's shrouded in mystery. But what <laughs> What? Just the, the repetitiveness? Shit. It's very Is mysterious. It it's shrouded in mystery. <laughs> so, but I was thinking about this, and <clears throat> it makes sense that they would, the, it really reinforces the idea that the OpenAI board was fucked, but also the fact that, I hate to say it, but we gotta go faster and like push, because every, think about this, every country- Wait, go faster and push in what sense? AI. Why? Getting to the getting to the uh, the the general intelligence because every country is racing to do that and it's who you remember we talked about on the OpenAI episode about how do we dictate the morality to that entity? It's now you got to think of it in terms of nationalism. What country is gonna di- like if China gets there no, first? That's an awful way to think about it's, it. But it's true. That's the world we live in. That's why they're pushing for this. Because America has to get their morality into the super entity first, because mm, ours is. The I best. also don't think it would end up being like that anyway. It's not. It's like uh, or Western. <clears throat> sure, but yeah, these I don't know. Even even like companies, they don't they don't think as nationalists. They think as globalists who want to true make the most money. But it is still ostensibly. <clears throat> A race, it's a new kind of arms race that I don't think any of us fully understand because it hasn't been, uh, it hasn't been birthed yet fully. I think it's like akin to us kind of trying to imagine or think about a fourth dimension. And this, when AGI is actually born and introduced to us, it's going to be this new everyday part of our lives that we can't fully wrap our heads around because it, I mean, it is a, it's, yeah, but that's what makes me think we're fucked either way, right? Like, if 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 it's at a level where um, Sutzgever's like so scared that he needs to pull the plug on all this stuff, right? That, like, it, it's not going to help if, like, oh, at least thank God America got there first. Well, that's the thing is like it, it, which I mean, we you should play the clip because it's very funny. The, which clip? If you go to, I believe it's thirty four thirty, he starts talking about the open AI. Oh, stuff. Elon. Close. Talk about talking right. about bringing you the first box, by the way, yes. uh, with Ilya. Uh, interestingly about, yeah. enough, yes, uh, uh, back in 2016, I think. There's a video of Jensen uh, and me unpacking the first AI computer at OpenAI. Uh, so, I'm so curious what you think of what's just happened 
over the past two weeks. While you were dealing with this other uh, um, headline, series of headlines, there I mean, was a whole other series of headlines open AI, so far, at OpenAI. What did you think? Well, uh, you founded it. Co-founded it. Co-founded it, yeah. Um, well, well, I just have to say real fast, for someone who everybody praises, all his fanboys praise him as being so calculated and uh, like direct and like, I need to think about it because he's actually being thoughtful, then why the fuck doesn't he exercise the same restraint with his goddamn thumbs? He talks about that. Jesus. The, the whole arc of OpenAI, frankly, is a little troubling because the, the, the reason for starting OpenAI was to create a, counter, a counterweight to uh, Google, Google and DeepMind, which at the time had two-thirds of all AI talent and basically infinite money and compute, and there was no, there was no counterweight. It was u- unipolar world. And Larry and Paige and I used to be very close friends, and I would stay at his house, and I would talk to Larry into the late hours of the night about AI safety. Um, and it became apparent to me that Larry did not care about AI safety. Mm. Um, I think perhaps the thing that gave it away was when he called me a speciest uh, for <laughs> being pro-humanity. Um, as in- so what again... A, <clears throat> a fucking nerdy conversation. I know, but so OpenAI was... He, Elon is saying it's his response because he wanted to do the right thing. Google did not. Right. So much so that Larry Page was like, shut the fuck up, speciesist. Yeah. Well, what is relieving is that Elon thinks that we're three years away. I disagree. I think that we are much, much closer and things are about to get fucking wild. Did you see this animate anyone thing? Did you see this? No. Holy shit. Okay. So um, <laughs> it is at first blush. It's like, oh, this is just like for porn. It's uh it's um <clears throat> it's called animate anyone. And so these are for the, the audio listener you're just going to have to fucking suck it up. There it's this uh character animation aims to generate character videos from still images through driving signals. Basically they are claiming and showing that they can animate any still image with this fuck and they sh- they show the weird like rainbow the the skeleton doing the thing yeah and it's ast- as you would imagine it is astonishingly accurate even to they've got the hair movement down roughly they've got the movement of clothing um and it's just uh it's pretty fucking alarming they've got iron man for some reason iron, <laughs> iron suit i think that's to show the 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 lighting and the textures and stuff but we're getting close, dude. We're getting real close. Close to what, though? Close to just don't... an internet full of bots, fully just oh, well, yeah, interacting yeah, yeah. with bots. Sure. And like not knowing able to be, not being able to tell what's real. Not being able to tell what's real. I just saw that that who's the guy, the the big Hawaiian guy who died? The who, Rock. No, he didn't die. Though, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would be that would be on a Kobe Bryant level tragedy, wouldn't it? If the big Rock Hawaiian died, guy who died? Yeah, the the Eddie, somewhere over the rainbow guy, oh, Israel Kamana Nakamana something. Well, if you Google a picture, if you Google his name smiling, it already includes like AI photos of like just a giant spooky wide. Interesting. Yeah, we're about to be dealing with that shit. But speaking of the accelerating thing, have you 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 haven't heard about this E slash ACC thing? I don't even know how you'd say it. E X. Is is that one of Elon's kids? That's very good. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> there, there was. So I didn't even know about this because I'm not heavily into it. But there was this parody sort, not even a parody account. There was this Twitter account called Beff Jesus that had been really blowing up in the AI um, scene and in the venture capital scene. Mm-hmm. And the identity of this guy was recently made known. His name is Guillaume Verdon, and he's a former Google quantum engineer. Interesting. And he is—he had made himself the kind of poster child for what's—it stands for effective acceleration. You've heard of accelerationism, yeah? Only in the sense of 
politics, really. And what does it mean to you in politics? Like, um, let's hurry up and get to the race war. Kind of, of like, <clears throat> almost the only way we can achieve the things we want. We're so far gone that uh, change and incrementalism is so fucked. We need to accelerate this to revolutionary mm-hmm. things. So, you know, some people were like, vote for Donald Trump. We need the third world war. We need every, you know what I mean? Yes. Make it all bad so we can start yes. over, build over. Think of this as like the, not antithesis to that, but the tech, <clears throat> the techno nerd kind of um, co-opt, co-opting of that. So this guy was like the king of E slash effective acceleration, whose philosophy is to, quote, increase the scope and scale of civilization as measured in terms of its energy production and consumption, whatever the fuck that means. He goes on to clarify that it's basically like a newfound optimism and that we should not slow down and that we should just pour all of our resources and money and energy into just fucking growing and accelerating and advancing technology as quickly as possible. Here's a but picture. that's how the fucking tech nerds have thought. Yeah, but it's like a full-on movement. Here, here he is on the left there. And look who he's with. It's Grimes. 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 It's Grimes. So, uh, yeah, Forbes released this article um, essentially not doxing him, but they released his identity because they said they felt responsible to do so as his influence grows because he's got uh, an increasing amount of... Uh, what's his name? Mark Andreessen follows him, and I think he has the E slash ACC thing in his bio. You'll start to see it all over the place. Martin Shkreli's got it in his username. Everybody's talking about it. And um, I do like what he had to say about doomers and about the people who think that AI in particular is going to bring about like the end of times. He what said, the Beth Jesus guy has to say. Yeah, he okay. said... He said uh, the doomers who say AI will murder humans are instrumental to forces of evil and civilizational decline. That if we focus on the end of the world and bioweapons and things like that, we might engender our own doom by obsessing over it and it demoralizes people and doesn't make them want to build. It's funny because that's that's actually very... I I believe it's somewhere on the Mark Andreessen... Or what is it? Andreessen Horowitz site where they're talking about kind of their vision for the future and everything and they almost they almost talk about people trying to slow this down they must be reading the same things or communicating because they almost explain it as if that attitude of like hey we need to we need to move cautiously with this tech and everything is like tantamount to i don't want to put this word in their mouth but it's like almost like genocide because Mm. you're getting in the way of life-saving technological advances sure. uh you know yeah every <clears throat> every roadblock you put in their place is a is a person we could have saved with our new technology you know sure. what i mean or yeah. like a new whatever he says that he's trying to solve culture by engineering he's defined effective acceleration as mimetic optimism a meta religion a hypercognitive biohack a form of spirituality and not a cult but then offline, he says, we're kind of just optimistic people that want to build a better future. And he says that the bombastic personality is just a way to kind of game the algorithm on Twitter and elsewhere to, to spread his message. Which again, which is comes back true. to, in this interview, Elon states, at his core, he's like the most optimistic person. Sure. Like, otherwise, he wouldn't... Uh, that's what drives him. Like, I, I believe that we can do all these things and that we can be better. That's why I get involved in all this. Right. And I saw that part of it. And I really, I mean, you can't knock that. I admire that. Optimism is, is crucial to just, to everything. Because otherwise, what, are we going to lay down and die? Like, that's, but he's getting, he's like, and not because he's a fucking genius, but he's 20 steps ahead. Like, dude, you've got to do so much before we get to, why do we need to cut immediately to putting people on Mars? Oh, Put well, all of your fucking resources and energy into fixing what's here. The one planet <clears throat> we've got, dipshit. I mean, that's the... So, I don't want to I don't want to jump around too much because we were okay. on the AI stuff, but <clears throat> a great uh, example of this is um, if you go to... Um, we got another timeline. 
fuck, where is it? Because he's talking about... Oh, okay. Go to like an hour and 15. All right, here we go. Jumping to an hour. We're so doing... he Because he, he, they start talking about Neuralink. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he said, but he said that monkeys are... Yeah, yeah, just like, but and that's. Oh, is it not going to fucking? Do I need to refresh again? Oh, X is the X is it all happens on X. Yeah, it all happens on X, right, Linda Yaccarino? Thank you, optimistic genius. Yeah, post your fucking post your fucking videos here. It's very easy to navigate and scrub through. Holy Christ on the cross, Jesus! I mean. I don't think there's a real need to make a phone. Uh, I mean, if there's a essential need to make a phone, I'll make a phone, but I got a lot of fish to fry. So, uh, I mean, I do think there's a, there's, a, there's a fundamental challenge that phone makers have at this point because you've got uh, basically a black rectangle. So Sorkin um, asks him if he wants to get into the phone game and like start competing you know, with these people, but he's got big better. plans. He doesn't need a phone. Do you want to do that? What, is that? what does that look like in, in, in Elon's head? No, that's literally, yeah, good, good phrase, uh, in the head, uh, Neuralink. Well, there so, we go. That, that we, so, I, we need to touch uh, that yes, before we, it's over. Man, that's a great transition, guys. You know, the, the best interface would be a, a neural interface directly to your brain. Um, so that, that would be a Neuralink. How far are we, do you think, from that, and how, how excited or scary does that seem to be? And we read these headlines, obviously, about uh, monkeys who died, as you know. How, what should we think about that? Uh, yeah, actually, the, the, the this is the, 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 the USDA. <laughs> Wait, <is> pause. <laughs> oh, poor this guy, one, dude! Come but, on, uh, I, I I hate I can I feel bad for him. I just do. And he's I, uh, going to tell. He clearly gets very uncomfortable <laughs> with that question, right? That yeah. monkeys died when they tried to implant the Neuralink, and then he chokes on his words for moments and then and now I, i'd imagine this is a lie there's just no fucking way who came by the Neuralink facilities literally said in her entire career she has never seen a better animal care facility it is we are the nicest to animals that you could possibly be even she's never seen a better animal care facility yeah in was, her entire career yeah but elon's company just gets into fucking mind chips and she's like god damn you guys really nailed the fucking animal care facility game hey, maybe they did <laughs> everything um so uh it is it is like monkey paradise um monkey paradise so got bananas you yeah. got bananas you got monkey bars got it so uh the the, the the thing that gets conflated is that there were some terminal monkeys where you know this is long, this is actually several years ago where the monkeys were about to die, and mm. we're like, okay, we've got an experimental device. It's the kind of thing we should only put on a monkey that's about to die. And then, you know, now the monkey died, but it didn't die because of the neural link. It died because it was, you know, had a terminal case of cancer or something like that. So... <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like an excuse a teenager would make. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't kill those monkeys. Those monkeys had cancer. It had nothing to do with the thing we put in its brain. Uh, Neuralink has has never caused the death, death of a monkey. It's the best. I, <laughs> I'm, I, unless they're, they're hiding something from me, it has never caused the death of a monkey. And in fact, uh, we've we've now had monkeys with uh, Neuralink implants for like two, three years, okay. and they're doing great. So, um, and we've even replaced the Neuralink twice. Uh, what was the part we were looking for in this? At, a, at an hour and 15, he's going to talk oh, about yes. the... And, and we're getting ready to do the, to do the first right. uh, implants in hopefully in a few months. Um, in humans, right? Yeah, the, and which, pause, I do want to say the, that's the problem with a lot of... The, the way he talks about things, and he's about, to, he's about to talk about like how these things could change the world. And it's impossible to argue with. Like If you can do that, that's huge. He's going to be talking about uh, what it would mean for... One of the first things he wants to do is sensory stuff. So... Blind people is going to be huge. He, he thinks if this can work, he can... Wait, they're going to make blind people huge? He, he thinks, you know, if they, can, if they can help people do that first, and then he wants to do uh, people with paralysis sure. from quadriplegic, paraplegic, mm-hmm. <clears throat> get their bodies moving again. But the, the problem is, it's like, it's always, uh, you know, 
Tesla's a perfect example. If if he's operating from this um like altruistic thing, like it's you know, there have been these studies where it's like this electric car gambit might be even worse for the environment when you're right. talking about all the um all of the emissions it takes just to build these things and and um all of the like coal we're using and all this shit. So You mean cobalt? No coal? no uh to power these grids and stuff. It's oh, right, right, right. Just right, going yeah. right through coal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then the race for lithium and all these materials we're going to need for this to turn on this huge right. thing is, uh, yeah. But if he wanted really a safer world that got everyone <clears throat> that moved people uh, at an efficient way, he would have obviously been investing in high speed rail network. Yeah, no kidding. Um, <clears throat> but so let's, let's hear what he has to say. Link, I think are unequivocally good. Speaking of the double-edged sword, I think these early implementations are single-edged sword um, because the first implementations will be to enable people who are, have lost the brain-body connection uh, to be able to operate a computer or a phone faster than someone who has hands that, that work. Um, so you can imagine if Stephen Hawking could communicate faster than someone um, who had full-body full functionality. Which How is huge, right? Like, oh, yeah. he said, but, so you can't do. argue with that. No, it's um, like... Obviously, and we a noble have a proof of that in a human end. Uh, hopefully, in a few months, um, it already works in, in, in monkeys and works quite well. Um, wait, wait, wait pause it right there. That. It already works in monkeys. He said, mm-hmm. "Where is any of that?" It might be. Well, mm. <laughs> you mean what, like show us evidence? Yeah, um, but I mean, every time there's a new fucking like, uh, what do you, what does he call those things? Like the Tesla, the things where he comes out in the fucking cowboy hat and yeah. like. And he's got the fucking, <laughs> he brings out like the world's worst robot that doesn't work. And yeah. he's like, look at what we did. And everyone's like, why would anyone want that? Right. But he's so willing to do that. But it's like, holy shit, show me a fucking monkey that was blind that can fucking see now. Yeah, with the show, me a, show me a monkey tweeting. Right. But okay, so keep going. Play video games just using. Ah, shit. Thinking. That was the fucking. Um, go, go back a little bit. I don't know if I can. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, well, I can. Um, it already works you know, in, in monkeys and works quite well um, with, with monkeys that can play video games just using, just by thinking. Yeah, show me the monkey who also, can play Tetris by thinking. That sounds fucking cool. Why is Sorkin not going, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> wait. How? Y'all turn the monkey, <laughs> like, y'all turn the monkey to play Tetris? That's what kills me the fucking most. Yeah. And this is why people hate fucking like mainstream media. And honestly, if he was on which he frequently goes on, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan would have gone, Oh, oh you, you, you got monkeys, monkeys playing video games no, with their minds? Crazy. You taught a monkey to play video? That's fucking crazy. How dude. are you not asking this dude what he means? Yeah. Just say, what, wait, wait, what do you mean? You have monkeys playing video games <laughs> with their minds? Because <laughs> yeah. play it one more time. That's a psychotic uh, thing. With monkeys that can play video games just using, just by thinking. They can play video games just by thinking. thinking. Yeah. Um, so then the next application after... Um, no follow-up. <laughs> that is fucking wild. The, the sort of those, you know, dealing with tetraplegics and quadriplegi- quadriplegics is going to... Quadriplegics, dude? <laughs> quadriplegics? Be, um, he can't make a P sound. He makes he a... He does that. <laughs> vision. Vision is the, the next thing. So it's like if somebody is like... has. Um, lost both eyes or yeah, right. get yeah, it. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. if some ocular correction but it's just like what are you talking about yeah. my man's got monkeys playing video games he's not stop that, there dude just release it let the monkeys game he's running the world's premier <laughs> animal care facility which he calls monkey paradise no one's treating monkeys better and they're all, and they're all gaming, dude. playing video games just by thinking. Oh, that sounds cool, man. But we've heard none, nothing Truly, about this. Stop there and just make it fuck it, uh, just a 24-7 stream of watching oh, the monkeys eating Cheetos I'll and destroying fucking invest. I'll, I'll empty my bank account and yeah. give it to you. Monkey I'd be paradise. Like, we, need, we need more of this. Yeah, more monkey paradise, dude. But that's the thing. His whole thing is like, Everyone's so mean to me. I just want to make the better, the world a better place. And if they actually knew me, I actually have monkeys chilling yeah. right now. <laughs> That's a great point, dude. Elon, if you're out there, just 
All you gotta do is release the footage of the monkeys. <laughs> release like, the monkeys playing us, video game footage. Show us the monkeys playing gaming. Show us the monkeys playing CSGO. Or <laughs> Whoa, what was that, man? That was the monkey is that, gaming. Is the, is the monkey blind? No, it's all happening. For the here. audio listener, he's basically just doing a Stevie Wonder impression. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Jesus God. I don't I don't want to hear what what does he have to say about the open AI or should we just stop? Oh, it's fine. Uh oh well we we have to do go to go to an hour and six minutes and thirty seconds because this is a, an, an hour and six minutes? And thirty seconds, yeah. This is another okay, I, can, ooh, I can scrub through like this. An hour six. Oh man. This is uh this is so Aaron uh Jesus Christ I want to call him Aaron Sorkin every time I even fucking yeah. think about his name um but he he asks him about you know he says the stuff that happened with the United Auto Workers Jesus Christ what happened with the United <laughs> Auto Workers might must be on your mind um and he asks him about unionization unionization efforts at Tesla. So I'm not going to give them a free subscription. Every description that you had That's how I watch it. TV. I'm serious. Good job. Okay, here we go. We do very well in China because our China team is the best China. How worried are you that the unionization effort that just took place at well, I shouldn't say effort, but the 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 new wages and the like at GM and Ford. Are, that they're coming for you, and they are coming for you. What is that going to mean to you and your business? Well, I, I mean, I, I think it's generally not good to have an adversarial relationship uh, between um, people on the line. You know, one group at the company and another group. In fact, I mean, I I, I disagree with the idea of unions. But professor, it's also just like. It's so childish. It's like, I disagree with the notion of having an adversarial relationship. It's like, by the very nature of it, you have an adversarial relationship. Yeah, right? already you, off you, the bat. <laughs> you are the king. You are the, you. exactly. So it's so fucking silly. Oh, well, we just live in this harmonious, but you can just keep. For a reason that is different than people may expect, which is, I, I just don't like anything which creates kind of a lords and peasants sort of thing. Fuck so you. then you should be... Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. The unions naturally try to create negativity in a company and, and create a kind of sort of lords and peasants uh, situation. How? Uh, there, are, there are many people at Tesla who have come, gone from working on the line to being in senior management. There is no. Oh, yeah, lords it and must peasants. be Everyone perfect. Everyone eats then. at the same table, everyone parks <laughs> in the same parking lot. He's lying when he does the eyes jumping around. <laughs> He's doing it right now, just, just like scanning nothing. With his eyes. Uh, uh, but in what way does a unionization... Well, it's a cop-out, dude. Uh, oh, fully. Yeah. But it's a lords and peasants thing. It's like, dude, you're the richest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you literally have a lords and peasants Arguably thing. the biggest lord there is. Damn, dude. And we he keeps we going and talks... He, it's all fucking bullshit. We right? tore his ass. We tore his ass. We did kind of torch his ass. We but fucking... God, dude, I want to get a job at the fucking uh, monkey commune at fucking Neuralink. I, I want to get a job. I'd I do anything. You know what? Uh, well, I wouldn't want to get a job here, but that guy that I was mentioning that Beth Jezos has a company called Xtropic, and they just raised $14 million, and he's describing it as an AI Manhattan project. And he said, if you knew what I was building, you'd try to ban it. But it, then it's like, whoa, holy shit, what are they trying to do? They're building a computer. They're building a computer. That's it. They're building a physics-based computer that is not quantum, and his online persona was instrumental in getting the deal flow, he says. But I went on their, uh, I went on their website, and they've got, we got this. What do we got? <clears throat> so check this out. It's, it says Xtropic, and it's written in nerd font. And, it's, uh, and if you click Accelerate, they've got a whole page called Accelerate. And it says, incoming transmission. Is that my fucking Discord? Yeah. God damn it. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, they've, got this, uh, they've got this thing that says, incoming transmission from the future. The era, <laughs> the era of omnipresent generative AI is imminent. Timelines have been accelerated. The future must come to pass. Extropic is building the ultimate substrate for generative... generative God, AI in the physical world, building an AI supercomputer by harnessing the first principles of thermodynamics and information like an alien would. 
With this oh, fundraising announcement, Extropic crosses a significant checkpoint in the timeline, a milestone in wielding the techno-capital machine to birth a core technology for our civilizational trajectory. The Extropic AI supercomputer thus begins assembling itself from the future. End of transmission. Man, I want to fucking oh, yeah, dunk yeah, some yeah. heads in some toilets oh, so bad, dude. Oh, I want to just do it all wedgie, swirly, and and a locker stuff. That sounds like uh, some kind of awful new age um, three stooges wedgie, swirly, and locker stuff. And a locker stuff. Speaking of nerds, I got one more for you, dude. You know Palmer Lucky? Oh, the old uh, mafia boss. What? Um, never mind. Wait, where were you going to go with that? It sounds like a mafia. Yeah, I guess. Dylan got it. He's like the uh, he's like the opposite of a of a monkey or fuck. I was going to say monkey <laughs> boss. <laughs> the weeds kicking in. Yeah, your pupils are a little bigger. We didn't do that. It makes them red. Those are uh, XC. Weed doesn't make your pupils bigger. I don't know. Does it? Yeah. Whatever. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, uh. Uh, so <laughs> no, Palmer Lucky is the guy who who wears like a mullet and a um and a weird little chin goatee, and he's got a Hawaiian shirt on all the time, and he created an Oculus, and then oh, he, and then he had yes. a big falling well, not a big falling out, but he was like, all right, I'm fucking out of here, and he started a a defense company called Andrew oh, Andrew, but that's where all the real money is. That's why we're so fucked. It's actually really smart of him. I'm not like. He's he's uh he's disrupting the like defense industry. And they're also making they're making their shit with uh with their own money and not with like government grants. But they just launched this um this drone that destroys other drones. Oh good. And he but he he was interviewed himself and he had this I thought that this was kind of fucking lame but also funny. His uh early 1970s if you look back in google scholar and you look at the timelines for when books started to use phrases like follow your dreams uh, especially in relation to the youth it was in the early 1970s and uh, you know i, I think it's become a bit kind of a weird feel-good hippie thing it's basically telling kids go deeply into debt to do the thing that will never make you money or matter at all um, and, and, and this is good advice. And, but, but more importantly, do you guys know what the number one dream was for kids in 1971? Can anyone guess? I know what it is. Monkey, Ast- monkey, astronaut? Oh, I was going to say monkey video game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's astronaut. We no, had just but- gone to the moon. And so that's a great dream. I mean, these guys were like fighter pilots, PhD mathematicians, supermen who were also really good looking and well spoken. I mean, that they picked them so that they were, you know, they, 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 you know, the ultimate American hero ideal. For a kid to see that and say, that's what I want to be. Okay. Tell the kids to follow their dreams. But do you know what the number one job that kids most want today is? Monkey video game. <laughs> <Influencer>. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk. Is it influencer? It's a mix of those. Yeah, it's social media influencer. Next. It's a fucking podcaster. Is professional gamer. Uh, Next is YouTuber. And the problem is when you you can't tell kids to follow their dreams when their dreams suck. Every time I see a fucking tech guy talk at one of these summits, I'm like, God, I I never realized how much I I appreciated just a fucking Wall Street stiff. (laughs) Also, I, I hate this. What are you talking about? Those dreams suck. Do you have any idea how much it would rock to play video games for a living, dude? <laughs> that's like that's probably looking at him. That's the dream he had when Truly. he was a kid. Well, so but it is. It's it's funny because my first thought was like, oh man, this is a a dark timeline. But it's like, I mean, if uh, we live in the world where we need to have defense, I guess, and I I'd rather have a nerd like him. Like, all right, yeah, uh, you know go, you go do that, dude. Best defense is a great offense. Oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> dog. <laughs> dog. I, I think that Palmer Lucky is going to be one of the wealthiest men in the world. Certainly. I mean, he already technically yeah. is in like the top 1% because he's got a billion dollars or something. But you know who I got beef with still is the creator of Instagram. I'd like to baby Hitler him, you know? You know what I'm saying? Kevin's, Kevin Sistrom. Why? What did he do to you? He made Instagram. And you have beef with him? Yes. Why? Over. Yeah, dude. What do you mean? You disagree? Oh, I, it's just a funny... Yeah, he's... The timeline... 
people talk about 2016 being the timeline. You think everything shift. was good before Instagram? I think everything was fucking awesome before Instagram. <laughs> By the way, whoever created a, what was that app before Instagram? Hipsta, Hipstamatic. Do you remember that? Hipsta. Inst- hip, oh, yeah. Hipstagram. Hipstamatic. Okay. And Instamatic? that guy probably, man, I'd fucking, I'd throw myself off of a, I'd throw myself off a bridge. Ben's high. We gotta go to bonus. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we're gonna. So what do we got? What do we got coming up in the bonus? Oh man, episode, we're, buddy? we're we're gonna we're gonna visit the PayPigs Indonesia Ooh, TikTok page. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna show Ben what um what breastfeeding is all about. Can't wait for that. Uh, I mean, I already know. I did it. Oh wait, we gotta watch the GTA Six trailer. We're gonna watch the GTA Six trailer. I got something to show you. Uh, also, man, those those conservatives are—they love to get mad at shit, and they are mad at candy. Why? We'll tell you. And oh, I should have brought fucking candy. <sighs> All right, we'll, we'll see you in there. Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/paypickpod. We love you.